0: switched on on F104 and I'm joined by Chartered Registered Counselling Psychologist Niamh Delmar. Hello. Hi there, how are you? Very good, thank you very much for joining me this evening. So we're chatting about a new term to me which is sober curious. What exactly
1: does this mean? Sober curious is a term that's been coined for people that are questioning their drinking habits and they're kind of keen to look at it and maybe move towards absenteeism, absenteeism or moderation. They're concerned about it. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not that they're feeling that they're in a high risk category um, and there's no rock bottoms usually, but they're questioning their habit and they want to kind of uh, give it up or just change their relationship with alcohol.
0: I would assume in Ireland in particular, it would be a little more difficult than maybe elsewhere because of our relationship with alcohol.
1: Absolutely, because the dominant culture here is around, you know, having a few drinks and the drinking culture is quite strong here. So it is more of a challenge. But there is a movement, you know, and people are questioning it and they're looking at it. And I suppose when you you know, have that in um, in conjunction with wellness and health and fitness and exercise, you know, it kind of ties in with that.
0: Does there tend to be a particular time when people question this and want to kind of find out more?
1: Yeah, it can be sometimes health or it can be that, you know, they're doing so much with regards to their health and they go to the gym or they're swimming or whatever. And then they just think, God, what am I doing? Drinking like this, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's kind of a bit of a contradiction. And sometimes life events just happen or people just feel they're getting into, you know, a habit or a rush and they're thinking, oh, no, I don't want to go any further with this. And I want to kind of nip it in the bud. So what are the first steps that you take to, I suppose, try and do it? I think it's about being honest with yourself, you know is it really getting a bit out of hand you know is what 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 are, what's the intake like with regards to alcohol? I mean the World Health Organization says there's no safe level and mm-hmm. um, the hSE would say an intake of eleven standard units per week for women and seventeen for men, and to avoid binge drink, drinking, which would be six. Um, units of alcohol in one sitting and so you know it's really being honest with where are you at monitoring it keeping a little bit of a diary if you feel you need to what are the the trends with your drinking habits you know really putting a lot of awareness on it and dumping the excuses and the myths and it doesn't actually help sleep stress or mood it's harmful you know so just kind of getting to that point where you really see it for what it is and not going along with that dominant drinking culture. Does this
0: usually mean that you have to cut out maybe those nights out that you'd normally go on?
1: Well, people can kind of, you know, have different things to do or different people to see. You know, they can kind of say, well, I'll go, but I won't be drinking as much as I normally would or I just won't drink at all and experiment and play around with that. And also a lot of people are using supports from podcasts and they're noting that they're saving money or the health effects that they're benefiting. I mean, alcohol is associated with 200 plus physical conditions and injury conditions, so there's a lot of merit for wellness when people kind of get a healthier relationship with it. And also looking at replacements instead of drinking what could be had instead or what could be done instead. And also I suppose if people are really getting to the point that they feel they're self medicating or they need it to come down or de stress, well they need to kind of maybe look at the stress and look at maybe any depression or anxiety that might be underlying their habit.
0: What are some of the replacements that you could use
1: instead of alcohol? Well, a lot of people are finding that the more that they exercise and get out there, or they go to the gym or they go swimming or they, you know, they get their body really kind of in that healthy zone, the less that they, it's the same with cigarettes, the less need they have for that. Some people just find soft drinks, tea, you know, nice kind of alternatives, even, I suppose, mocktails, you know, that don't have any alcohol in them. Um, can encourage people and more and more people are going for the zero beers as well with, you know, uh, no alcohol uh, beers and drinks.
0: And that is the thing, like we are getting more options now in places at night that, mm. that that do serve alcohol as well. They're doing these non-alcoholic versions as well. So I suppose, does that mean Ireland might be taking a different route in, in ways of our view of alcohol?
1: I think it's moving. It's a little bit slow because again, you know, it is that dominant drinking culture here. Mm. But I think it is moving and with more people wanting to kind of get into the health kick zone uh, and more options, as you said, available. Um it is there's a movement starting. It, it's slow, but there is a little bit of a movement at the same time. Now, Drink Aware would say that the age of the first alcoholic drink is getting younger. And then we know there's difficulties with the impact of alcohol on the brain. So, you know, it's it's still a long way to go. Do we know why it's getting younger? I think people are just getting everything younger. Mm-hmm. You know, people are going social media younger. They're getting phones younger. Everything is happening younger. So that also brings with it drugs, alcohol, etc., So, you know, that's something that really needs to be monitored. And what are the effects going to be of that? It's It's one thing if somebody's having a drink younger, but how far are they going to take it?
0: And I suppose that's the thing with having access to social media where all this information is widely available to everybody. And as you say, there's young people there who may not need to see that right now.
1: That's it, exactly. The exposure is there. There's a good side of it with social media where they can kind of maybe get towards more healthy influences, Mm -hmm. but there's the other side of it as well. And that's the kind of responsibility that celebrities and influencers also have when they're on social media.
0: So where can people go and get more information if they want to cut down or they are a bit sober curious? I think it's a good
1: idea to kind of look up some podcasts you know, there's a lot of podcasts about being sober curious out there and also things like Drinks Aware, just getting some facts about what is healthy and what isn't. The HSE have good some web, websites as well. And the WHO, the World Health Organization, just to get the facts under their belt about what is not a kind of good level of alcohol? What's that kind of a healthier relationship to have? What kind of does abstinence mean, you know, when you're mm-hmm. abstain and what do people on podcasts say that they've benefited from? So, you know, just keep pumping the self with the awareness, the information and the psychoeducation.
0: And I suppose, like we were saying about social media, all the information is there if you want to find it for sure.
1: Exactly, absolutely. At the other side of the coin with all the um, sober Curious side of things that's there too. Neve,
0: thank you very much for chatting to us. Thanks a million.